of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we're converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome home to the Wendy Bell Radio Program, your source for common sense conservatism, basic principles. We follow the rules, we pay attention to the law, and we call out the offenders, the scumbags, the overreachers, the tyrannical dictators, the people who believe they can wave a magic wand and control your life. Alas, they cannot, and we push back against them every single day. And if that's something that sounds comfortable to you, You've come to the right place. We're delighted to have you. Wendy Bell Radio Network. Watch the live stream. Wendy Bell Radio, our podcast. Download us. Get us wherever you go. But beyond anything else, thank you for being here day after day. And a very special warm welcome. We are now officially live on Patriot Talk 920 in Houston, Texas, where family, faith, and freedom are making a comeback. Welcome home. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. I got to tell you, out of the gates, I am angry today. I am angry over the pattern of predictable government suck that invades our privacy, meddles in our affairs, costs us money, bogs us down in useless paperwork, and forces us to live a life less free than our founding fathers originally imagined hundreds of years ago. I want to tell you again about Amos Miller, the farmer, the Amish farmer in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Because what has gone on with this man, what he has gone through for going on eight years now. We told you late last week about how the state police here in Pennsylvania rolled in, showing some muscle. Yeah, here we are, Amish farmer. And they brought with them some people from the agriculture department. Ooh. And they busted into his place and they kicked him out and they went through all of his food products and they came marching out hours later with boxes and crates and other stuff and they shut him down. And people were saying, well, so what? What's the big deal? Really? 
I want to tell you a little something about Amos Miller and his farm. It's called Miller's Organic Farm. Dude's been in business for 30 years. Now tell me, if you go to a farm or you buy meat or you buy, buy raw milk or eggnog or whatever produce from a farmer and the quality is not up to standards, do you go back? Uh Uh-uh. You don't go back. You decide. I'm not going back there. The place ultimately shuts down. It's not sustainable. Amos Miller's been in business for 30 years, and he's been doing quite well without government overreach and all of the people out there who want to tell him what to do. You need this license. You need to get this permit. He said, suck it. I know what I'm doing. I've been doing it for decades. I inherited this lifestyle. It's in my blood. It's baked into the DNA of Amish farmers. Get out of my way. And he has denied every single effort for these people to come in and try to regulate him. Now, the farm's reputation has grown over the years. Amos Miller now boasts a private buyer's club of approximately 4,000 members. Do you think if he was selling stuff that made people sick, he would have 4,000 members? No, he wouldn't. But that did not stop the government, from getting its nose all out of whack because they want to bog him down in paperwork and regulations. All right. Amos Miller has sold all sorts of food to his buyers, organic eggs, raw milk, grass-fed beef, and cheese, even fresh produce, has done so glowingly until they came in and said, you know what, we want you to do a lot of these things. You got to go through these hoops. And in fact, in March of 2022, A federal judge ordered Amos Miller to cease and desist all meat sales and authorized armed U.S. marshals to use, quote unquote, reasonable force to gain access to his farm. So a court expert could inspect it. Who is that court expert? What is their expertise? Well, that just leaves you guessing. Who knows? So an expert accompanied by armed marshals. This is a year and a half, two years ago. Took, a, took an inventory of all of Amos Miller's meat. And federal inspectors are now returning every few months to make sure he hasn't sold any of it. Sounds an awful lot like government harassment to me. You know, the, the Amish have this beautiful thing that they do. It's called self-governance. You, you know how it works? You look after people in your community by staying out of their business. You don't need people to tell you how to do your life. You don't tell them. Everybody kind of works independently together. And there's this amazing thing that happens. It's called, oh, harmony. Food gets made. Buildings get made. Internal machinations of the community are solved in an an instant without deliberation without masks and band-aids and other such nonsense. But I want to go a little bit further into this for you. Somebody reportedly got, got sick drinking Amos Miller's eggnog. We don't know who it is. We don't know if it's actually Amos Miller's eggnog that they drank. We don't even know if said illness even took place. There's no proof. There's no connecting data, if you will. But that's reason enough for the feds to roll in, shut him down harass him, strong arm him, shut down his business and absolutely destroy what he does. By the way, he's got quite a few people who work for him. It's almost like these people in the federal government 
are exacting revenge on those of us who are self-sufficient, on those of us who can take care of ourselves, on those of us who don't need to be micromanaged by people who suck. And shame on those state police and shame on those ag officials. Get out of our lives. No proof of illness. No proof Amos Miller's products caused any alleged illness has been provided in anything that I have found. Just reports. So the Pennsylvania Agriculture Department with some police goon squad rolled on Amos's farm, search warrant in hand, shut him down. The statement also said Miller has never licensed his retail operation. Look, people on the outside don't need to buy Amos Miller's things. He's got enough clientele inside his community. This isn't about licenses. This isn't about milk. It sure isn't about eggnog. It's about gross government overreach. But alas, it's also about success. So quietly, after we started talking about it, and after a gentleman with a Patriot News service blew this story wide open, and God love him. There has been a give, send, go that has been started to help Amos Miller in his eighth year now of legal nonsense where all he wants to do is take care of his animals, take care of his fields, grow the finest produce, create the best products that he can. And all of a sudden now, the government with quote-unquote reports of illness that has not been corroborated, by the way, has shut him down. Do you want to know what this give, send, go? It's called Amos Miller under attack again. And I hope that on this radio program, ladies and gentlemen, we can blow up this give, send, go. Do you want to know what their goal was? $150,000. My gosh. How are you going to hit that? Well, after about 48 hours, you want to know what the total is? Because regular, everyday Americans like you and I are done. We're done with people like Amos Miller being picked on and pushed around and shut down and muscled by a bunch of lackeys who have badges and search warrants and clipboards. Sit down. Let us live our lives. 108281 dollars. That, my friends is what victory tastes like. That, my friends, is what pushback looks like. Let me click on top donations for you. Somebody gave Amos Miller $3,000. Another person named Sean gave $1,500 and added a note. Do not give in. Anonymous donor, $1,400. This is the very definition of tyranny, this donor writes. You can't even face your accuser because there are none. You will prevail. You have God's army on your side. And $1,000 from a man named Charles. In a just society, he writes, the tyrants who showed up to this man's property would be arrested and ordered to pay restitution. They are literally stealing this man's livelihood. Oh, let the evil of the wicked come to an end. And may you establish the righteous who you test the minds and hearts. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Pushback. It's everywhere today. And you are going to delight in every delicious facet right here on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. 
One man. One man. Amos Miller, an Amish farmer, has done more to resist the garbage of our government than every, everybody else. How is that even possible? All he wants is to be left alone. Leave me alone. If I make stuff that makes people sick, my business will go under real fast. All these bogus claims with fuzzy math, no data. Meanwhile, instead of hassling a freaking farmer, why don't we go after Albert Borla and Stefan Bensel and Big Pharma for all of the toxic garbage that they have said it's safe and effective. If you get this, you won't get cold, you won't die, you won't get sick, you won't pass it on. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Part of your face is frozen now? What? What? Celine Dion has statue syndrome where she just stops and freezes because that's normal? Don't do anything about that. Don't talk about the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Don't talk about how many times these clowns have lied and gotten rich. Amos Farmer is growing animals and food to feed his neighbors. The horror. So that is where my mind is as we begin the program, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, angry for a reason, but a beautiful thing. Under give, send, go. Amos Miller under attack again is where you will find it. If you'd like to give him a couple bucks for his legal defense to go up against a government of garbage. You know, a new poll, however, I'm going to give you a little a little plus side to all of this. Found this new poll. I'm liking what I'm hearing here. It makes me feel a little bit better. Here's what it says. Trump topples Biden in several key swing states as more voters believe he would emerge the victor. Now, this is an interesting poll. It's not just who do you want to vote for? Who do you think is going to win? Who do you believe has the goods to win? Now, in Realville, everybody paying attention to Joe Biden knows for a fact. The guy is out to lunch. Tragic. Feel bad for him. I think he's evil. I think he is dark. I think he is treasonous. I think he has accepted millions of dollars in bribes. I think he is a threat to democracy and the entire system around him that protects him because it's all based on blackmail is darker and dirtier than you and I could possibly imagine than our wildest nightmares. That said, dot, dot, dot. Donald Trump leading Joe Biden in several key swing states. You know this. Arizona, Florida, Georgia, Michigan, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. With more of these voters believing Trump will emerge as the victor in a head-to-head matchup over Biden. This is a Redfield and Wilton strategy survey released yesterday. Now, the survey asked 6,029 swing state voters this question. If the candidates for the presidential election on November 5th, 2025, are as follows, for whom will you vote? The survey listed Trump, Biden, independent candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr., and provided various options for other candidates, including the Libertarian and Green Party candidates. In Arizona, Trump leads Biden by six points. Boasting 41% of Biden's 35. RFK Jr. gets 10%. Trump has an 11-point lead in Florida. Leading Biden 45-34. Kennedy gets 9% in the Sunshine State. 
in Georgia. Trump leads Biden by eight points, garnering 42 percent to the 81 year olds. 34 Kennedy sees eight percent in the peach state. Trump sees a smaller lead in Michigan, but a lead nonetheless. Two points, 39, 37. Kennedy gets nine. North Carolina. Trump leads Biden by four and apparently has just a one point edge in Pennsylvania. Not so sure about that, because after the break, we're going to go a little bit deeper into that. Perhaps what is more surprising is the fact that the sentiments among swing state voters, regardless of their personal preference, side with Trump. When asked who they expect to win in a matchup between Trump and Biden, the gap in Trump's favor grows even more. In Pennsylvania, for instance, 44 percent believe Trump would win. That's 11 points more than the 33 percent who think it would be Biden. The figure is even greater in Arizona, where Trump leads Biden by 14 points. <laughs> in Florida and North Carolina, Trump has an 11 point advantage in Georgia, 39 to 33 Trump. And in Michigan, Trump has a seven point advantage on this specific question. You know, a lot of people will say, oh, my gosh, you're just you just want Trump. No, no. See, I want what Trump represents. Take the man and what he is or is not and move him aside and look at the policy. Look at what life was like. Look at your finances. Look at your security. Look at your children. Look at your outlook. How you feel. How you wake up in the morning. How other people interact with you. The sentiment of the people in your community. Did you like it? Then, or do you prefer it now? It's a no-brainer. They can ask 10 million people this question. It's beyond the human being. It's believing in America, in the people who make it up, in you, in me, in Amos Miller, in our communities. To do what is right over what is wrong. To make the best decisions for our family. To live without intervention. Without government meddling. Without rules and regulations of suck. It is not complicated. This is not rocket science. And while I enjoy President Trump and all he represents, America is hungry for sanity. And that, to me, is sane. All right, don't go anywhere. So a new Democrat poll, Democrat polling, all right, shows Donald Trump with an even bigger lead in two very pivotal swing states. I have to, they have to hate these results. We will enjoy every moment of them. The conversation continues minutes away on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. This is you guys. This is you. I just looked at Amos Miller's Give, Send, Go. In the last 15 minutes, Luzanne, $50. 
Anonymous donor from a family farm in Pennsylvania, $500. A fellow farmer sending 30 bucks. Do not comply, this person says. The government is determined to starve us out. How dare they target the Amish or any American farmer? We've been screwed to hell and back. God bless you, Amos. Missy. Nine minutes ago, government overreach needs to stop. She gave 10 bucks, $100 from Carol, 25 anonymous. God bless you, Amos, and your family. Keep the faith, $5 from Donna. Donna, thank you. $10 from another anonymous donor. This, my friends, they're not banking on this. They are not banking on this because you are Amos Miller. We're all an Amish farmer today because it starts with him and you're freaking next, period. And that makes me so angry. I saw a video this morning. I will freely admit to you, this is why I'm fussy beyond what's going on with this gentleman who I've never met. It was a video in Canada of Krista Freeland, who is the dark devil herself sitting at the right hand of Klaus Schwab, one of the World Economic Forum dirtbags who's been screwing Canada as its finance minister, whatever the hell she is, she's dark. In the video, I, I did not listen, I watched. And it's a video of a reporter with a microphone going up to ask her a question. And he literally gets tackled by some goon running interference for her. That's called assault. How dare you? How dare you touch a member of the media? How dare you overreach? You freaking goons. I'm angry. This is why they want your guns. This is why they want your guns. So I want to get to this now because I think I think it's interesting when you have polls that are pushed out by the left, right? Unless they're fudging data. It's very curious. Breitbart.com headline left wing poll. Donald Trump leads Joe Biden in swing states, Pennsylvania and Nevada. Now, Pennsylvania is a bit of a shocker for us because here in the land before time is where we reside. And I affectionately call Pennsylvania that because it's so freaking stupid and backwards. Everything about the, the government here in this state sucks. Okay? It just does. Take my word for it. I've been here 25 years. That this poll suggests that Joe Biden is, oh, when all the votes are counted, Joe Biden will be the winner. That's what Josh Shapiro said when he was then attorney general, now allegedly our governor. Hmm. Former President Donald Trump leading President Joe Biden in two crucial swing states ahead of the 2024 presidential election. A new left leaning poll found. It's called Future Majority Change Research, which tends to overestimate Democrat candidates, because that makes sense. They surveyed 2,532 voters in Nevada and Pennsylvania. 
as well as some pretty competitive New York congressional districts from December 3rd through the 7th. Now, the pollster found (laughs) Trump is six points ahead of Biden in Pennsylvania, 46 to 40 percent and four points ahead of him in Nevada, 44 to 40. This, my friends, means he's much further ahead than that. The new, report, the new report includes the pollsters' previous insights showing that the 2022 Pennsylvania electorate had 0.6 points fewer Biden voters than in 2020. <laughs> the 2022 Nevada electorate had 2.3 points fewer Biden voters than in 2020. Now, these results are significant given that Trump won Pennsylvania in 2016 reportedly lost in 2020, as well as losing Nevada in both 2016 and 2020. Pennsylvania voters favored Democrats in the 2022 Senate and gubernatorial races, allegedly. And in Nevada, Democrats held a three-point advantage in 2020 and narrowly re-elected Democrat Senator Catherine Cortez Masto in 2022. However, Nevadans ousted incumbent Democrat Governor Steve Sisolak in favor of Republican Clark County Sheriff Joe Lombardo. Other recent polling has shown Trump leading in seven swing states, including Pennsylvania and Nevada. And what does this mean, my friends? Complete and total panic. That said, let's open the door to what a lot of us believe is going to happen next. Joe Biden is not running. He can't. Joe Biden can't even shuffle quickly, let alone run for office. And so there's got to be a plan. There's going to be something that happens. I don't know if it's going to have to do with Hunter. I don't know if it's going to be playing on the the tragic porn of his life, right? And I mean the, the sad circumstances that Joe Biden has made his entire political background on. Suffering loss. A loss of his wife and daughter, then his son. Now he's got a drug addict. Oh, my goodness, right? Something is going to happen to Joe Biden. And who do you think is going to swoop in? Well, I want you to hear something. Because I believe Michelle Obama has just officially opened the door. And this is her on a podcast. And I'm going to give you the background of it. Former First Lady Michelle Obama said in a recent interview that her fears about the 2024 presidential election keep her up at night. Well, you know what? They should, Michelle, because we're coming for you. That is what this means. They're going to try to say, ah, Donald Trump, biggest threat to democracy. What they're really saying is, oh, snap. We've been able to run this government into the ground. We've opened the borders. We've made drugs open-air drug dens on every street corner, a common thing. We've tried to shame people who have said, you know what, I'm not down with this. Well, you're not very progressive. Michelle Obama's scared about what could happen in 2024. Well, you clowns have already put us through the ringer. Michelle I want you to hear what she said on this podcast as she, I believe, greased the skids for her own candidacy, which will happen within the next, I would say, weeks to months. Let's listen in. 
the things that yeah. keep me up because you you don't have control over them mm -hmm. and you wonder where are people where are we in this you know where are our hearts what's going to happen in this next election i am terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter who we select who speaks for us who holds that bully pulpit it affects us in ways that I, sometimes I think people take for granted. It's an odd comment to make. A bully pulpit. Bully pulpit. Huh. So she's afraid that Donald Trump is going to get back into office because she knows if Trump wins, which it looks like he would most assuredly do, all of this mumbo jumbo comes to an end. But it's not just enough to have it come to an end. Because you know what? I think a lot of us would like some revenge. I think a lot of us would like the idiots who've put us in these positions. Who've threatened our families, our national security, and everything that we hold dear. Who've put it in danger. I think we'd like all of those people to suffer. And the list is getting ever longer. And so the timeline to squeeze in more suck before anybody takes office next is ramping up a little bit. Michelle Obama is concerned. Well, Michelle, tell me, what did your husband ever do, first of all, to be qualified to even be president of the United States? Dude was a, sta was a senator for 1,400 days, but he, f he fit the bill. He played the role. It was time if we're going to talk about actual affirmative action, America took an affirmative action to cross over a bridge. Look at us. We are not racist. We will hire this guy so that we can prove that America is ready for a different kind of leadership. What did that get you? Did that get you that good old warm, fuzzy feeling? Did it make you safer? Did it make race relations better? Did he bridge a divide? Was he the great unifier that so many hoped he would be? Well, no, of course he wasn't going to be that person because he was groomed. He was groomed to usher in this very chapter of America in retrograde. To apologize for American exceptionalism to erase the history of this country by doing stupid and costly things that don't move the needle. Let's take down thousands of statues. Let's introduce a new curriculum in schools that isn't based on things that actually help children advance as independent thinkers in life, but instead have them drinking out of the trough of indoctrination. Worry about pronouns and feelings and all these esoteric things that, by the way, have nothing to do with education, have nothing to do with American exceptionalism. Michelle Obama, you want to come in as the fourth term of your husband? Is that right? Do you guys believe that an 11th hour candidacy by this person and Gavin Newsom possibly as her quote unquote VP is the solution for this country? Of course not. Now they're going to try to tell you that she is the answer. And they're going to try to tell you that millions and millions of people have voted for quote unquote the wife of a former president as the solution. 
It's just four more years of the problem. And they know we know that. And that, my friends, is a beautiful thing. So when we come back, let's talk about this. Meantime, Nikki Haley, kind of a bad scene for her, with or without snow in Iowa. Her candidacy is on some rocky ground. It seems like not a lot of people are showing up to hear her talk about her views of American exceptionalism. Why ever would that be? Let's talk about it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Think about... And, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I'm going to bounce back to Amos as many times as I can today. Going after a guy who grows food, who employs a bunch of people. I can't even fathom what it takes to run a farm. Dozens of people. There's a snapshot that I found of his farm being raided. And there are a handful, there's a handful of Amish dudes watching police and ag ag people of sock walk out with boxes of his stuff and the look on their face says it all this is why we live independently this is why we don't buy in to your rules and regulations because we can police ourselves just fine and it's worked for generations and it will continue to work long after you hacks are gone because our farms will continue growing the food that feeds our people and they want to take that away if you control the food if you control the farmers you control the people Nikki Haley, you know, I've never thought she was anything important. I didn't think she was great ever, whatever. I don't know anybody who would want to jump into a race against Donald Trump after the four years that he had as president. Anybody who would want to jump in, interject themselves into clearly a war that is his and truly his alone with we the people behind him. What they put that man through to insert yourself into a presidential election and muddy the waters is a bad decision. I said that about Ron DeSantis, dude, you got some bad advice. Nobody wants you. We want immediate, immediate remedy to what they put us through in this country. Immediate. And that ain't Nikki Haley. It certainly ain't Ron DeSantis. Well, unfortunately, Nikki Haley had a little across the face yesterday. They're going to blame it on, on Iowa snow. I've been to Iowa. Flat, flat, flat. Right? Definitely cold and snowy in the wintertime. Salt of the earth people could not be a nicer bunch of people. So she's got this campaign event before the Iowa caucuses, what's that, January 18th? It's coming up, what, next week, I think? Something like that. Nikki Haley's campaign reportedly canceled an event at the last minute to avoid what her critics describe as embarrassment. As video showed, a relatively empty room, okay, it was empty, there was one guy sitting at a table, and a few pro-Haley signs hanging on a wall. 
If you look around me, technically, this is an event that was supposed to start in the last few minutes. And of course, it's empty. A reporter on the scene says, you've got empty chairs. You got stuff packed up in the corner. Signs just kind of hanging on the wall. The only way you'd know that Nikki Haley was supposed to be here, she said, noting Haley's team canceled the event just a few minutes ago, suggesting no one actually showed up. Look, all the money in the world from George Soros, the Koch brothers, whomever the hell it is who wants to fund Nikki Haley, who wants to create the illusion that Nikki Haley should be Donald Trump's VP. It's time for a woman. You know what it's time for? The best freaking candidate. I don't care if it's a leper. I don't care if you are purple. If you're really good at your job, I like you. Full stop. That person is not Nikki Haley. You might disagree with me. That's fine. All of these, all of these Twitter accounts putting it out. Nikki Haley had to cancel an event in Iowa this morning because nobody showed up. Nikki Haley's advance team wouldn't let her walk into this, quote, event for fear of public humiliation. She is created and she is propped up by her donors. Same would be said for Michelle Obama, please. Fellow competitor Vivek Ramaswamy, among those who mocked her absence, Nikki Haley canceled her events in Sioux City, Iowa, to avoid embarrassment, he said. I'm heading to Sioux City for our event right now. We're not canceling four events in northwest Iowa, keeping them intact, he said. If you can't handle the snow, you can't handle President Xi. Amen. Even the DeSantis campaign, which sucks too, has had more than its share of back and forth with Haley's campaign. And they mocked the cancellation as well. Ouch. After insulting Iowans last week, Nikki Haley was forced to cancel an event when no one showed up because she can't stop making gaffes, he said. I'm not so sure he should be throwing stones. There is only one solution for these people. I've said it from day number one. The minute all of these people came out of the woodwork, this is my time. This is me. I can do this. Really? You really think you're going to go after Donald Trump, who was twice impeached, who received 95% negative media attention, who has 91 criminal charges against him and faces four indictments, all of which are dubious stretches of actual justice. (laughs) And you think this is your time? I don't think now even. If Ron DeSantis, when he gets clobbered in the caucus, when, when he comes out and says, I fully support Donald Trump, it will be too late. The ship has sailed, friends, and they're going to try to hang on. They're going to try to hang on as much as possible. People aren't showing up because they know what's at stake. And they know there's one individual who knows where the bodies are buried. And he's got the shovel. All right, when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, oh, this is unfortunate. (laughs) What? Fannie Willis accused of hiring her romantic partner to prosecute Donald Trump, paying him $650,000 and then going on lavish trips with him? (laughs) My, 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 is that ugly? Oops, we'll go there next. 